It's all according to plan, brothers and sisters. It says in the word of God, enter his courts with praise. That's our secret weapon, and that's been for over 30 years when thousands and thousands have been, been delivered by the mighty power of the Holy Spirit. The joy of the Lord's the secret, brother. It's the Holy Spirit that does the work. Heavenly Father, we come to you this afternoon through the beautiful name of Jesus. Once again, we thank you for this privilege and be able to declare thy glory in the liberty of the Spirit in this town hall in Great Yarmouth. And oh God, I pray this will be a day or an afternoon we'll never forget. We ask you in the name of Jesus to move in all time power upon every soul in this meeting, every man, woman, boy and girl. And we pray, oh God, they will never be the same again. Lord, deliver souls this afternoon, heal sick bodies and bind up the broken heart and send down the mighty power of the Holy Ghost and set everyone gloriously free. And Lord, we bring you to you now, those the absent ones who are on our hearts. In the name of Jesus, oh God, our heart aches for them. In the name of Jesus, oh God, visit them now and bless them and deliver them for Jesus' sake. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Brothers and sisters, we have a great big wonderful God. He's a God of love. He's a God of wrath. But we who love him have no fear. And this afternoon God wants to put his arms around you and bless you and hug you and impart something new to you this afternoon. So brother, sisters, in the name of Jesus, open your hearts. We're not concerned what church you belong to. It's often better you're not in a church. I sometimes get often better with some people who never go to church. But that makes no difference. God loves you, brother and sister, as an individual. So in the name of Jesus, everybody in this place, if you want something from God, put your hands up and praise the Lord. Yes, bless him. Praise him. Come on, everybody. Nobody looking wrong. If you've never done it before, do it now, my friend. Do it now, my brother. You haven't got to be saved to do this. You'll put your hands up and you will be saved. Come on, enter into his courts. Come on, brother. Come on, sister. Turn your faith loose with a great, big, loving, empty father. And he wants to shed his love down upon you this afternoon that you will never be the same again. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Just as this meeting was going along, I had such a joy coming in my soul. It was in 1948 when God turned my morning into dancing. And I wanted to dance, and, and I felt something wonderful, and it was, wasn't natural to dance and to praise God in plays of worship in them days. And I remember I went to one assembly of God in Nottingham, a great big place. And I prayed for several people and they fell down under the power of God. The pastor had invited me. He was a daring man to do it. They fell down the power. And the elder got up and come and told me off. 
You're wrong, Henry. You shouldn't do that. Well, I couldn't help him falling down. I knew that my gospel that I'd got worked, and I dared to do it and put my hands on them, and something happened. It happened to that chap on Mansfield Marketplace. Stand up, Albert Chapman. How many years ago? Oh, Give your testimony quickly, my lad. Come on. All right. Well, you don't want to. But listen. 29 years ago. 29 years ago, he came inside of my caravan there. He says, he wanted this. And he found Jesus Christ as his own personal saviour. Another psychiatrist come to me. And he said, I can't understand what you've got. You've got some power. You've got some power. I said, I know I have. It's the power of God that comes upon you and delivers folk and sets them free. By the way, if you're in a meeting for the first time, this meeting will affect you. Not by what I say, but the Holy Spirit coming from different vessels this afternoon. This psychiatrist come to me and said, you've got something. I said, I praise God. I said, I tried to point in the way of salvation. He would not come in. It was on my caravan in Mansfield Marketplace. I said, what's your name? He said, David. I said, well, come on, David. Get on your knees and give your heart to God. So I'll do it for you, Henry, but not for God. I said, that's good enough to do it for me for a start. And he got on his knees. I coming home, midnight, with a caravan behind me and exceeding the speed limit, and the car come whizzing by me, flashing his lights, red, 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 stop me. Oh, dear, dear, another fine. But it wasn't. It was this man, he wanted to get saved. I opened the caravan door, and he went in. He got on his knees for God then and gave his heart to the Lord. His arm was bent like that. No, it wasn't, it went straight. When I went next week, he said, how are you, David? He says, well, it's so mighty, it's frightened me, Henry. He says, oh, dear, I can move my arm. God's healed me. Brother and sisters, we have a gospel that works. Yes. If we can work on a man like him and that one and these lads here, because we're proper rogues, these were. And there's many of you in the plot, in here are rogues. But God can cleanse you, make you clean and pure and a new creature. If he can do it for me, this is where I get my faith from, Billy Mawson. If he can do it for me, he don't for anybody. You ask my wife. You ask me, ma'am. You ask anybody. It's the power of the Holy Ghost that does it, brothers and sisters. Don't ask me how it does it, but it makes you feel good. And it was 1948 when God turned my morning into dancing. Oh, it was so thrilling. Oh, it was so exciting. I was in this big church there in Nottingham Chapel, Pentecostal, Assemblies of God. And they took photographs of us for the paper. And they showed the people dancing in the church. And they inserted my photograph there, talk about feeling embarrassed in my own town. And they planted in the paper on the front page. Obviously, you could see it today, but there it was. And I was in business and got a big business in the town. They said, Good gracious, whatever you're doing, dancing in church now, ridiculous, terrible. You can't have that sort of thing. They wouldn't let me have any more adverts in that paper. The religious people of town stepped on me and stopped me. And I pleaded in the man's office to try and let me do it. He said, No. Somebody says, bring your own glory news out, Henry. 
And they did. And we had tens of thousands of glory news have gone all over the world about the goodness and the delivering power of God. Now, brothers and sisters, you Christians who know the Lord's your Saviour, you know that the Scripture says, to those who believed on his name, to them gave he power. Read it for yourself in the first chapter of the Gospel of John. To those who just believed on his name, to them gave he power. But it means believing. And you believe on his name, that power comes into you. You've got power to bless your brothers and sisters. You've got power to... No, no, come here. Come here. You've got power to put your arms around and Bless you, God, I'm a doer. God loves you. Receive a mighty quickening now. And this is it, brothers and sisters. We need more physical contact. There's one thing I'm pleased happening in the world today. I'm so excited about this, you know. I see people are touching one another more. They are getting more free. I mean, I'm sick. Where is it? Good morning, brother. Good afternoon, brother. Keep your long handshake. Let's get closer together. Let's enjoy one another's fellowship. Let's be filled with the Spirit. If we're born again, there's neither male nor female. Praise God. We've got a great, big, wonderful God. If you believe it, say amen. Come on. Not loud enough. Say amen. Amen. Loud enough, come on, say amen. That's better. There's a shout in the camp. People are starting to see the light. I listened to tapes what we had 25 years ago. It's just the same message today as it was then. It makes me cry. You wonder where it all comes from. But God said, open your mouth and I'll fill it. I have a job to stop him filling it. My wife's all telling me, shut up, let me talk of it. But this is it. When you get filled with the Spirit, you get the gift of tongues. Well, use your tongue. Not just speaking in tongues, you gone by sure of a cash in the eye. Speak plain English to your fellow man and tell him they need to be born again. That's the gift of tongues that I want more. Pastor said to me, it's all right, Henry, don't go on like that. But I said, Henry, you get what I've got, see if you can stand still. You can't, brother and sister. You want people to share this wonderful thing. And I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm going to read the scripture to prove that I'm right. Here we are. Where's my Bible, somebody? Just read this, brothers and sisters. There's so many testimonies this afternoon where our trust will come forth. And if you felt led of the Spirit, you have an opportunity this afternoon because it's not in one man, it's in all of us. This is a body ministry, brothers and sisters. And this is what I just want to read to you, brothers and sisters, now, just a few verses. I can't get away from it. There's so many things that has come into my mind since I've been here, and I could go on for a week, but I must not do it because I feel that God wants to do something with more people this afternoon. Listen. 55th chapter of Isaiah. Oh, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. He that hath no money, come ye buy and eat. Yea, combine wine and milk without money and without price. Do you know, I believe this is the only place in Yarmouth this afternoon that's telling come without money. Everybody's after your money. Well, we are not. We never had. 
People have told me, you've fallen down, Henry, because you haven't bothered about the money. I haven't fallen down, brothers and sisters. I haven't fallen down. There's thousands and thousands who have been blessed by this Holy Spirit without money and without price. And it's God. Wherefore you do you spend money for that which is not bread? You labour for that which satisfieth not. Listen, this is the word of God. The word of God is quick and it's powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Even persons sunder the soul, the spirits and the joints and the marrow and as it is then of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So brothers and sisters, in the name of Jesus, just where you are, accept this from God. Listen. Hearken. That means listen. God give everybody anointed ears this afternoon that they can listen by the Spirit. Hearken, he says. Diligently. Mean business. And ye that which is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness. I'll tell you, you'll feel fat when you get this. You'll feel burst if you don't tell somebody about it. You can't help it. Oh dear. I have to go. I can't help it. Oh, glory be to God. Listen to what God is saying to you, my friend and my brother and my sister. No longer are you being on with God. Listen to what God is saying to you this afternoon. Incline your ear. Come unto me. Hear. And your soul shall live. This is what it's all about. Not just acknowledge. But getting into here, brothers and sisters. Everybody needs to have a real born again experience that they can feel with the Holy God. And everybody what's born again can witness all those that have been born again. We're coming to a great big family of God. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Jesus said, you must, oh, glory be to God. And listen to what he says. Here in your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Oh, bless the Lord. Hands up those who've made an everlasting covenant with God. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. That's right. Oh, just keep your hands up, brothers and sisters, and we're going to pray for you. And when I pray, something happens because I never wanted to do this. I didn't want to do anything like this. I never was felt that way. All I did was to get right with God, to get ready, get ready for heaven, that's all. Then God gave me this. God gave me this. This that delivers men and women. I sometimes wish it didn't happen because I feel so embarrassed about it. But he has given it me. And so by the grace of God, I've imparted it to you. Loving Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, so move upon this meeting now with every hand raised up to heaven. Oh God, move upon the hearts in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I bind every evil spirit 
In the name of Jesus, I loose the spirit of love, the spirit of salvation, the spirit of healing, the spirit of deliverance in this town hall in Great Yarmouth now in Jesus' name. Brother, receive a mighty quickening now. Come on in, brother. Come on in, sister. Not joining us, but be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Oh, everybody praise God everywhere. Come on. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, my brother and my sister, we want you to enter into this gate this afternoon, the gate of righteousness. Oh, come into this gate. I was waiting upon God, and he gave me a wonderful thought about the gates. And this is what I plead with you this afternoon, to enter into that gate. For years and years I entered and it in. But listen, he says, oh, in the 19th verse, the 118th chapter of, uh, of Psalms, he says, open unto me the gates of righteousness. The gates of righteousness are opening today for you to come in. What's in those gates of righteousness, Henry? There's weeping. There's singing, there's dancing, there's making merry, there's everything that's good in that gates of righteousness. Oh, the gates of righteousness, hallelujah. And the only gate is the Lord Jesus Christ. I come from a town which is made up of gates, gates all over the place. My old place address was Appleton Gate, there's Mill Gate, there's North Gate, there's Barnby Gate, there's Carter Gate. There's Bargate, all gates to get into the town. And there's a gate into this now. Gate of righteousness. I came here to do it a few days ago, and then I had to go through a gate to get into to, to our brothers there. And there was a gate. And there was a smiling brother behind on the front of the gate said, loose dogs. And there was a glory man there what tied the dogs up, and I was able to go in the gate. Listen, the loose dogs are tied up today. The price has been paid for free. I went through that gate, and while he wasn't looking, I put glory on it. Now it's a glory gate. And if you want a feast, you want a good feast there, we've never seen a feast like in your life. All the sail on and everything, oh, it's marvelous. But we had to go through Paddy's gate to get that feast. And you've got to come through a gate this afternoon to get into that feast. I coming in, brother. The secret of it is in entering in. Oh God, I pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that these dear brothers and sisters will enter in this gate this afternoon like I've entered in, Lord. Bring them in, oh God, into the gate of righteousness and give them a taste of this wonderful feast that spread for them in the beautiful name of Jesus. Kalamba Sabalandai. Oh, hallelujah. There's a lot of gates, you know, brothers and sisters. When I looked at this gate business there, I thought, oh, good gracious, I know of another gate. And I turned it up in the seventh chapter of Matthew. All this come to me like a flash. It says, as you enter ye in a straight gate, 
For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many are barely going there. there. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leads to life eternal. If ever we need to preach the gospel like it's today, brothers and sisters, oh God help me to be true. Keep me true, Lord Jesus, keep me true. Keep me true, Lord Jesus, keep me true. There's a race that I must run, there are victories to be won. Give me power, every power to be true. That's how I feel, brothers and sisters. And by the grace of God, I want to help you this afternoon to enter into this rest, to come in through this gate of righteousness. There's so many gates, but this is the way. Walk in it. Jesus Christ is our righteousness. Not going to be next Wednesday, but it's ours tonight. I couldn't get that through to my thick head when God saved me. I couldn't believe it so easy. That gave me so much condemnation ministry that it would stifle all the, the reality. But God opened my eyes. All your sins are forgiven, brother. If you believe you are, put your hands up and praise the Lord. Take it, come on. Really, brother, give that. It's true, hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, amen. Oh, Jesus. My brother and my sisters, these are the last days. Make no bones about it. And the only way is to look into God. It's the old-fashioned gospel. I am concerned personally. Where are the evangelists and the men we used to have years ago going and blazing the trail? God says, shall I find faith in us when I come? I'm going to say yes. But there's some people with faith here. We know what we're after and we're going to have it. It's the joy of the Lord, brother. The joy of the Lord. Why this was so startling to me when I got right with God. I've said it before, said it again. It seemed too good to be true. I asked the brother that brought me in it. I feel so happy, brother. I can't say my prayers like I used to do. I couldn't understand it. I had nobody to talk to. I can't, brother. And I, in fear and trembling, I asked this man, do you think it's right what I've got, brother? I do feel happy, but do you think it's right? Oh, when he said yes, Ooh. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Oh, I was relieved. I, I just, I've trembled because it's so good and didn't want to part with it. I said, well, how long is it going to last? Well, it's just anything God gives you, and it's everlasting. Oh, you can't lose, can you? He said, I didn't know that God had made an everlasting covenant with me. All I knew was you put your hands up and get saved and try and be a good lad. You know, that's all I did. All I wanted was to be a good lad and get to heaven. I never expect this lot coming on me. I didn't. I've heard them speak in tongues and I babbled in tongues. But this is more than tongues. 
This was the power of God coming upon me. You want the breath of God to breathe upon you this afternoon? Well, I want you to have a walk of faith to the front. Everybody singing and everybody making it prayer. Everybody everywhere. Walk to the front here. Let's sing this here. Making it a prayer. Breathe on me, breath of God. upon you, you go back to your seat, a new person. I want every one of you to turn your face loose. We are in the last days and God said in the last days he pour out his spirit upon all flesh. If you're not satisfied with your experience or even if you are, ask God to breathe upon you and fill you with the glory of the Lord. Everybody,
assisted, not the musicians. Onward, Christian soldiers. Come on. Onward, Christian soldiers. for eternity is your salvation. There used to be an old song, there's a good time coming, be it ever so far away. But thank God we've started a good time now. we found something real. You're enjoying it, aren't you, Billy Morrison? You blessed me this morning. Come and tell me about goodness, what you've been giving. He's been getting a lot of goodness. Hallelujah. The goodness of God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. For his goodness, oh, goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. Yeah, oh, that men would praise the Lord. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. For his goodness. Hallelujah. And for his wonderful works. To the children of men. You know, when you think of all that he's done for us, when you think of all that he's done for us, 
when you think that he's brought us about in the horrible pit and out of the miry clay and he set our feet upon a rock and he's established our going he filled us with the Holy Ghost and he's given to us all things in Christ hallelujah he's given us the oil of joy for mourning he's given us the oil of joy for the spirit of heaviness hallelujah oh hallelujah Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Hallelujah. Now, there's one place that I know where you can go any time you like and praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And that's a glory meeting. There isn't many other places you can go. There isn't, you know, this kind of worship is in short supply. Hallelujah. But you can praise him here. You can praise him to your heart's content. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you something else. It is the only thing that will content your heart. Hallelujah. 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 You begin to praise him. Begin to bless him. Begin to worship him. Begin to adore him. You know, you go out of one place into another. Hallelujah. You stop, you get from a place of praise to a place of worship. Hallelujah. And you begin to worship him. And it isn't long before you're in the Holy of Holies where God is. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, where God is. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful work to the children of men. Oh, bless him. He's the altogether lovely one. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. He's the fairest of 10,000. He's the only one to whom we can give our worship. He's the only one that we can give our praise to and our adoration. Jesus, hallelujah the one who died for us and the one who rose again that we might have an abundant life hallelujah yes amen this jesus this same jesus we can bless him we can worship him we can praise him and we can adore him this afternoon oh yes we can come here and we can miss him we can miss him we can miss him because we're saying i'm not doing it that way not doing it that way oh we can miss him but oh that men would praise the lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children and god bless you thank you we were speaking about those gates a few minutes ago enter into his gates but once you've come in the gate all gates are finished with there's no more coming in there's no more going out when I went to my bungalow with I am, I took all the gates down, I took the barbed wire gate down, five bar, I took the other gate down, and the only gate I've got now is the clapper gate, and that don't belong to me. And that's the only gate we've got when we get this is the clapper gate, we keep praising God. Amen. The only gate, if you come to my place anyway, all you'll see is life, boys and anchors, and the clapper gate. Come on, clap. And the, What God does when he comes in, he throws 
everything wide open. It's not just that you enjoy the breaking of bread in a meeting and every Sunday, you enjoy the breaking of bread every moment. Yes. Yes. Amen. He that eateth this bread shall live forever. It changes your complexion, it changes your weight, it changes your life, it changes your health. For years, you all, I of you know, I went to work with a big, big hole in my throat, but it's here today. God's done it. It's marvelous, but He's done it. Praise God. So, anybody sick here, God can heal you. And it is lovely. If you believe God can heal the sick, set them free, give Jesus a real good hand. Come on. you saved this afternoon. It's an amen minister, isn't it? He says in God's word, in the first gospel, in the gospel according to St. John, he says, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. But you know, the secret to that is, to them it gave the power to become. He gives you the power to become. But you know, the secret lies here in jo Romans chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And it says in verse 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And this is it. We're sons of God, aren't we? 
And I'd just like to tell you something this afternoon. I'd just like to give you my brief testimony that 11 years ago, I didn't know where I was going. I used to enjoy the things of this world, and I enjoyed myself, but I was looking for something more from God. I was the last on the dance floor on Saturday nights. I was at the country clubs. I enjoyed life to the full. But when I got home, there was something missing. It was on to the next stepping stone. And you know, but I thought, I must find something more. And one night I went to the Assemblies of God Church in Rotherham. I rung them up, I said, I'm coming down. I knew the pastor there because I'd been brought up in a Christian home and I was one of the worst possible people. Even though I'd been brought up in a Christian home, I did it as I liked. And I went down to this church, my wife and I, and the chap made the appeal because he knew what we'd gone for, you know. It was my wife I rang for, actually. She wanted to, she sat over my bed one night and says, I want to accept Jesus into my heart. And so we went and I followed her down the aisle and he says, what about you, Jerry? I says, well, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to give it a chance. And I accepted Jesus into my heart and from then on, I had the peace of God in my heart. But shall I tell you something else? I was the most miserable person in the world because the Lord turned me around. He turned me around from the laughing and the, the banjo playing and everything else. And he set me on the straight path. And I thought, well, this is it. And I went back to work and I told my pals, I says, you're all sinners. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And they says, well, Jerry, you stop swearing. He says, but there's something missing, lad. You're not the same bloke. I'm not the same man. I've been saved. God saved me. But you know, deep down, I was looking for something more. Because Jesus said, I've come that he may have life and may have it more abundantly. And I thought, well, this is not abundant life. And I joined the, the local church, the Elim Church in Barnsley, which I'm still a member and I still go. I used to go on Sunday morning to the breaking of bread. And I used to sit there and I used to say to my wife, there's something more in this. There's something more. I want something more. And it says, ye shall seek me if you shall search for me with all your heart. It says here. And I used to search, I used to search and want something more. I used to ask the Lord, say, oh Lord, give me something more. But you know, he turned me around and he wanted me to lean on him. And I missed all my pals, all my old pals who I had fun with. I missed them and they used to say, come on, Jerry, come on, we're having a party. And bring your banjo, you've no need to have a drink. You've not, just bring your banjo. I says, sorry. I didn't want fellowship with him anymore. I wanted something from God. And you know, this went on for four years. And I was searching and I thought, well, I've got to have something. And I was taken ill and I was away from work three weeks and this praise and the charismatic movement, whatever you call it, hadn't started moving at all anywhere. But you know, I went to church one morning and I sat on the, the second row from the front and I couldn't give up smoking and, and, and I, was, uh, I was ill. And I said, I'm going to just thank God for what he's done for me. And I stood up that morning and I says, thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. But, you know, it was the key because it released something within. And I burst out crying because God breaks the veneer. He breaks the outer shell. He breaks the outer shell so that he can come forth. And, you know... I went forth and I got my baptism of the Holy Spirit. But you know, I didn't just want the little words. You know, if we, I know people who say they've got the baptism, they say a few little sputters, but it says, ye shall receive power after the Holy Spirit's come. I want that power. And I was searching for this power. 
And you know, I found it was in the praise and the worship, and God started showing me the way. He started showing me the way, and then I used to go to down, I started going down a fish cut, and I, I hung about outside uh, Newark one day, and we didn't go in because it was that noisy. I says, oh, I says, I didn't go in there. And I says, but look, we're moving in, and just, God, the Lord's not brought us so far just to, you know, just to, to be shown up and make fools of ourselves. And I just came back, and I enjoyed it. And the week after, I says, I'm going down again. And, and my wife uh, my wife stopped at home that day. And we, I went down and I came back. And I, I don't know whether it was the music or not, but the biggest headache in my life. <laughs> and I got up at 2 o'clock in the morning and I thought, well, I'm just going to praise God. And he filled me with his Holy Spirit. And I started going on. And I started feeling this thing yearning up. And I got these tapes with the music on. And I used to drive around at work and listen to these tapes. And it was flooding me soul, you see. It was filling me up. And I, I went up to Peterhead, and I was to enjoy it there. And one night I was laid asleep. You see, these choruses, we sing them that many times, all the, the end, they get into your head, and you wake up singing them. Do you know? You wake up singing them on the morning. You, you're like this, and it's all going through, and you get up, and oh, hallelujah. And I went to Peterhead, and had a good time there. And one night I was dreaming about this. I was dancing at Peterhead, and I was dancing at Newark, and suddenly. It all stopped, and Jesus was stood at the side of the bed. And he said, Jerry, it's not at Peterhead, and it's not at Newark. It's in me, and it's in Christ. You see, when we're praising God, and we're dancing and jumping about, it's a manifestation of what's within. And the biggest, the biggest hypocritical remark that comes from the religious man is, is it of the Spirit? It's the biggest answer for killing. Somebody comes kill me dead one Sunday morning. I says, do you know, I'm so thrilled I could run down that aisle. Yes, but is it of the Spirit? I don't care what it is, friends, but if I enjoy my experience, I want to enjoy my experience. I don't want to get saved. I don't want to get saved and come into something miserable. I was happy before, but the price was the misery the day after. But this is something that out of your innermost beings shall flow rivers of living water. This is what Jesus says. And when you get it, it's something good. It's something good. And this is a manifestation of what's within. And I want to encourage your friends. Somebody told me, a chap, he says, I've been to these glory meetings. He says, we have a go at counting the Bibles. He says, I've never seen a Bible yet. Well, that's one. But it's not written here, and it's not written here. It's written on the fleshly tables of our hearts. I'm not a big exponent of God's word. I can't read much as I go on, but I know that sometimes when I get it, for the God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. Hallelujah. And you know, I get little gleanings from the word of God, and it sets me going. We're on five-star petrol, I'll tell you. We're not on two-star, we're on five-star petrol. Hallelujah. And it's the power that keeps us going. Friends, if you want something more from God, ask him for it. Ask him for it. And he'll give it you. And if it's right, it'll make you feel good. I've been written off by pastors. I've been written off by big men. I don't decry them. Pastors are put into a place to build up the flock. But you get something from God. And you can build your pastor if he'll accept it. And you'll move on. And I don't never condemn anybody. Bless them and encourage them. And they'll want something more from you. You know, when I received this something, I don't know when I got it, I don't know how I, how I really got it, but it's something that thrilled me soul. 
And I didn't, I wanted to come out of the church I was in, but I had to stop. And we have a meeting on Friday nights, 50 turns up, just praising God. Oh, we've had the criticism, we've had everything. You do, you get it if you're going out for God. But stick at it, friends, and when God moves me out into another ministry, that's when I'm going. I shall wipe the dust on my feet and move on. But praise God, get something real, friends, and get somewhere where you can be encouraged to praise him. You want to be encouraged. I don't want to sing a chorus three times and then sit down. How oh, I don't want to clap like this. I want to, hallelujah, it's from within. You wouldn't have recognized me when I first got saved. I was just sitting in a congregation and be sat like this and listen to a chant and come out and kid myself on that I'd enjoyed it. I hadn't experienced it. Ask God for a new experience and he'll thrill your soul. He'll thrill your soul full. But go... Accept it as it is. I was thinking this morning, you know, we had a real mighty time with the Lord last night. I thought, well, who's doing what and who's doing what? But shall I tell you what they're doing? They're enjoying their experience. It's enjoying it. Is it in the spirit? Isn't it in the spirit? If we're doing it unto the Lord, that's when it'll fall. Start off in gear and you'll drop into automatic. It'll come all at once. And it'll set your spirit free. And I just want to encourage you that... There's no condemnation in Jesus Christ, and we love everybody. And once you get it, you know what you want to do? You want to encourage other people. And every time you get the opportunity, you'll not want to tell them that all have sinned. Tell them that Jesus loves them. Then all the sinners, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should have a everlasting life. And it starts right within. Everlasting life. Life starts down here. There's a heaven down here. I once read a book and it said, Hold the fort for I am coming. Now we haven't told the fort any longer. We have to move forward. In Vietnam, they're holding the fort in different places of the world. They're standing still. We have to move forward in the Lord. And I'll tell you what it means. And I've learnt this secret. If you meet somebody new at work and you don't tell them where you stand, I don't mean preach to them, tell them you're a Christian. Have something on your lapel. If it's only a little something that says, what's that? Let them know where you stand because immediately they know where you stand. They'll not tell you that joke. They'll not come to you and tell you that dirty joke. They'll not say, hey, have you heard this one? Because they know you've made the first push. You see, moving on all the time. And don't ram it down the throats. Live the life. We're red of men. And that's the main thing. And God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Bless you, brother. Do you live with him? Yes. What a change. I've seen the change over this 12, 12 months of our brother there. And I'm thrilled about it. I'm going to give him a kiss. Bless you. <laughs> Praise God. That's lovely, brother. Carry on. Really bless All yours, Mary. Bless you. Give her a clap. Come on. We must have the spontaneous show in the meeting. Let's give our Jesus all the clap. First thing God tell me in the Bible, in Psalm 48, He says, clap your hands, all ye people. It's mm -hmm. a command to clap our hands. Mm -hmm. And it frees you, and it sets you free. Yeah. Oh! Thank you, brothers and sisters. That's lovely. That's a bit freer, and this is what we've got to keep the, the, keep the edge on the meeting. You Amen. tell them how it works, my last will you? Open your big mouth and have a go yes. for God. Bless you. <laughs> hey, bless you, darling. Praise, Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Amen.
Yeah, all I'm going to say about living with him is that there is never a dull moment. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I sure, certainly can't be bored anyway. You know, really, Jesus is wonderful. Hallelujah. And we were walking on the front today, and I was accosted by a gypsy woman trying to sell me charms. And she said to me, uh, you'll be happy. I said, I'm happy now. I got hold of her by the arm. I said, I'm happy now because I've got Jesus as my savior. And I can tell you this much, Jesus turned me inside out. And I'm glad about it because I didn't like the old me. You know, the flesh, it says in the scriptures, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. And there doesn't. And I didn't like what I saw when I looked at myself. But oh, Jesus is wonderful. And that he can so change us and so fill us hallelujah that we are completely different people he has made me a new creature in christ jesus it is no longer i that live but christ that liveth in me hallelujah oh i'm so thrilled about it today and i'm so glad that i can feel his life bubble up bubbling up in me because it's resurrection life hallelujah it's resurrection life it's resurrection power it's the power that gives me power to live a holy life it's power to learn to laugh and be glad and happy and rejoice in your circumstances it's power to have oh it's power to tell others that jesus loved them that god died for them oh jesus was up there as god and he humbled himself and became a man hallelujah and you know when he when he saved me he gave me such wonderful precious experiences in the spirit that i could never doubt that jesus is real and that he is a trinity that god is god in the the heaven god is jesus and god is the holy ghost oh to think that god the holy ghost dwells in us hallelujah oh what a miracle we don't have a appreciate this miracle of God the Holy Ghost living in us glory to God oh when you feel the power of God coming upon you oh Jesus oh you just want everybody to feel it you know and you can't understand when we were set free I couldn't understand why nobody in our fellowship wanted it I couldn't understand it, why the, the anointing of God was so great on us that other people didn't want it. They wanted to, just like Henry said, they wanted to kill it stone dead. And oh, it was such a marvelous thing, oh, so wonderful that I wanted everybody to feel it, everybody to enjoy it. Oh, it's such a wonderful thing. It makes you feel so clean and so good. Oh, it makes you feel 
so different. Oh, and I couldn't understand why the barriers went up. But oh, you know, the barriers were up in my life for a long time. Oh, and I fought against God. Oh, I fought and fought against God. I rebelled, I didn't want him. Oh, I kept saying, oh, no, not yet. I'm not ready. I don't want you yet, Lord. But, you know, God can reach you when nobody else can reach you. Put a man on a desert island and God can reach him by his spirit. Oh, hallelujah. This is the thing that thrills me. It's God that does the work. It's God that does the work. And when God does the work by his spirit, then nobody, nobody can take it away. My life is hid with Christ in God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Oh, that thing, nobody can touch it. Oh, they can touch me. It says, though the, the worms eat up my flesh, yet shall I see God Hallelujah. Oh, I know that my Redeemer liveth. Oh, I love that word, Redeemer, because I know that Jesus spoke to me one night and I'd had a, a dream and I saw Jesus and he was sitting by a lake and oh, he was so lovely. Oh, the love that came down. Oh, the love that enveloped me. Oh, but it brought such a fear because I felt so unclean in the presence of God. And I got up and I paced the floor and God spoke to me and said, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. Oh, Jesus. I know that my Redeemer liveth. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, just reach out. Jesus is here. Hallelujah. If you want more of Jesus, he's here. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh.